Welcome back to the Home Inspector Training Series. I am Garth Haslam, a.k.a. the Home Medic. We are talking this uh, in this particular segment about drainage specifically and surface slopes as relates to drainage. In a previous segment that you might have already listened to, we talked about rain gutters and downspouts and what you need to know and notice as a home inspector. We talked about the career enders and, um, and how to avoid those. In this segment, I want to talk about surface slopes. Now, it is very much related because if you have a downspout and it's dropping water next to the foundation, and you do not have drain tubes associated with that, um, you are very much relying on surface slopes to force surface water uh, away from the foundation. Now, I should hasten to mention that the scenario I just described, a full rain gutter system with no downspout or with no drain tubes, that system is not adequate. You need to have drain tubes that are hooked up to the base. If you don't have them, however, and you'll find that probably in your area most homes don't have the full the full system, then they are relying on a surface slope. And you need to notice this and warn your home buyers, your clients, that they need to do a little bit better than that in order to make sure that they're they're not going to have surprises in the basement. Whether or not they've got uh, the drain tubes hooked up, though, uh, Murphy's Law always applies, and you're going to want to make sure that the, you do have a surface slope that forces water away from the foundation. That's also known as a positive drainage slope. You'll sometimes hear that term, but uh, basically you just got to get water, surface water, to, to drain away. Last thing you want to allow is, is to have a landscape system that forces water back towards the foundation. And again, as easy and obvious and stupid a statement as that sounds, you'll find that it happens all the time. I'm going to say more than 50% of the time in the homes that I inspect. And um, that that can be a career ender if you don't notice those sorts of things. So, soil near the foundation. Just take a look at that. Now, what if, for example, you've got a whole bunch of bushes and or maybe vines and you can't really see what direction the soil slopes? You don't want to write that up. Now, you, it may be kosher, maybe it's not, but if either way... And my apologies to people who uh, who might take offense with the word kosher. Let's go with proper instead. But if you can't tell, then you should assume that it's not inspectable and it needs to be written up. You need to make sure that your um, your clients understand that the importance of having a, a positive drainage slope that is verifiably positive at all times. Now, quite often I will see... Um, a reasonably positive drainage slope around most of the foundation, but then some homeowner decides that he wants to maybe put a sprinkler system with the sprinkler head located right next to the window well. And when that happens, sometimes you get settlement at the um, at that particular area. And then as a result, the sprinkler head is in a hole 
and it's going to be spraying the water that or the uh, the grass that is two inches away from that sprinkler head, and then all that water um, is gonna is gonna flow right into the window well because it's kind of in a hole. So um, you want to again pay attention to what's going on in the corners near window wells, and if if you're inspecting homes that have basements. Similarly, if the homes that you're inspecting have crawl spaces, it's the same sort of thing. Last thing any home, uh, home or homeowner ever needs is to have water flowing into that crawl space. Causes any number of problems, none of which are anything that anybody wants to deal with. Rot mold, termite, structural settlement, spiders, critters, you know, it, it's just not good. So uh, you want going to want to pay attention to that write it up make sure your client is very clear on the risk factors associated with having you know water near the window wells or the foundation that sort of thing now there was a home that i did where you had a concrete driveway to the side of the house and down the middle of it uh, there was a crack and uh, that crack was parallel to the wall of, of the exterior wall of the home. And what had happened is they poured this concrete slab um, over partly virgin soil and partly uncompacted backfill soil. And of course, the uncompacted backfill soil was located right next to the foundation. When they dug the hole for the basement, they uh, they poured the foundation, and then later on, they just pushed soil back into the hole. Well, now the soil that's been pushed back in is is uncompacted, and it's going to settle for some period of time, usually a couple of years. And so with the slab over that now, the slab settled to reflect the settlement that was occurring in this uncompacted area. So you had this crack in the middle. And as a result, the, the, the area near the foundation was actually sloped towards the foundation. And then on the other side of the crack, the outer side of the crack, then you still had the original positive drainage slope. So what this means, basically, to you as a home inspector is you're going to want to pay attention to cracks and see what they tell you. Um, obviously most cracks in, in concrete are just cracks. Uh, it's going to happen. They try to manage the cracks by putting expansion joints in, but that doesn't always work. If, however, you have a longitudinal crack, which basically means that it looks like it's going along some line somewhere and not just wandering randomly, that crack may be trying to tell you something. And so in this particular case, the half of the driveway that had settled with with the settling soil beneath was forcing water back towards your foundation and then to make matters worse in the back corner you had a basement back door entry so the water was flowing down towards that and it was getting in to the basement and causing rotten mold problems every time that uh, it rained or snowed or you had snow melt so uh, these are the kinds of things I, I ended up having. The reason I'm telling this story is I had this problem with this guy, and I spent innumerable hours trying to figure out 
uh, trying to help this guy after the inspection was done. He hadn't been there. He hadn't seen how much I worked. Um, I had asked him to, to do so, but he was a few states away at the time, so he sent his brother-in-law, and uh, and so he got stuff filtered through the brother-in-law. Um, it wasn't helpful. So I spent hours upon hours, multiple visits going back to his house, trying to tell him what the problem was, what to do about it, and even after all those hours, I still ended up having to uh, refund my entire inspection rate to help him cover the costs associated with the water in the basement. So again, this is a, this is an important thing you're going to want to pay attention to. Um, water issues inside a house cause more problems than pretty much anything else. And a lot of the times it's because you've got a bad surface slope. Now, if you've, uh, if the home you're inspecting has a basement entry, you know, that's one of those big red danger, danger flags. You want, you're going to want to look around that and think, okay, if I've got a rain or snowstorm, how much area is the basement entry drain going to have to drain? Sometimes if they are sizable enough in, in their depth, uh, those basement drains can handle a little bit of water. If they're handling like all of the water coming from the steps and uh, and the landing, and sometimes they have to handle more water than that, and you've got this little two-inch drain, it's going to quickly and easily be overwhelmed, and then the, the homeowner's going to have water in the basement again. So you want to very pay very close attention to those. Make sure you warn the homeowner about the weaknesses of those, and I have on many occasions recommended that they take out the two-inch drain saw cut the concrete and put in something of a 18 by 18 inch drain that is at least one foot deep um, so that you have some storage capacity for the heavier snow and rain storms. Now one other item as relates to the surface slope is landscape curbing. Quite often you'll see a contractor where they actually did get the surface slope right where the soil is higher up against the foundation but then they put landscape curbing in, and that landscape curbing actually acts as a dam that prevents water from flowing away from the house. So as a result, you're getting all this water that is once again ponding near your foundation. Not good. Um, the curbing needs to be done in a way that it doesn't prevent water from flowing away from the structure. Uh, these are the kinds of things you're going to want to notice and write up and make sure that the client is clear on what you're talking about so that um, you don't get that 3 a.m. phone call from uh, from an angry, angry client who now wants to sue you. So, uh, career enders, surface, slopes or surface slope issues are full of them. Make sure that you are anal about making about noticing surface slope problems, drainage problems, so that the client is very much aware. Make sure they end up not only in the ears of the client, but on well documented on your report as well. Thank you for being on the team. If you need more information, you can always go to my website, homemedicusa.com. And Nachi.org is another very good source for further enlightenment. Appreciate having you on board. Go out there, do a good job, respect those clients, serve them well, and make me proud.